Welcome to Amplified. We're the show that will help you take your message, whatever it may be, and get it out through social media, networking, and other marketing channels. Maybe even some that you've never thought of. Whether you're an organization, small or large business, or you just have the next positive message that's sure to go viral, you'll want to stay tuned this hour. Now, here's your host, Ken Rashawn. Welcome, welcome to Voice America Influencer Channel. This is Ken Rashawn, and what a great show we have with July 4th right around the corner. We have some Ken patriotic theme that we're going to do for the cameo, and then we have a great guest that Andrea has met through uh, an event that she went to in Austin, Texas. So how are you doing, Andrea? I am absolutely wonderful. Yeah, it's been really fun here in Austin. I've been hanging out with some people from Friends of Peter, which is a mastermind that Ken introduced me to, and spending a lot of time with David Gonzalez from the Internet Marketers Party on the phone, planning out a really fabulous opportunity for the Keep Smiling movement this afternoon, where uh, the co-founders, Barry Shore and Ken Rashawn, and I, the executive director, are part of a raw role play. Uh, but actually, in this case, it's going to be a raw real play with Sean Callagy, uh, who's the host. He's one of the, um, well, he is the top lawyer in the world that takes on cases. Um, they call them the Goliath cases that um, they don't, the lawyers don't get paid unless they win. And he has the top company in the United States. So he is the host and it's all about human influence. So it's how Ken and Barry can influence me as executive director to maybe go a direction that they are interested in or not interested in and uh, you know to be able to persuade me on what I should do as executive director so it's a really super fun idea so Ken I'm super excited about what you're going to pitch to me so <laughs> huh? okay well first of all I want to commend you because anyone that does like almost the unthinkable of doing brick lane on a vertical insane because i mean who does that i i mean that's like building a house sideways it's it, crazy we i actually am am sideways just wanted to let you know oh so you're doing the old trick zoom trick okay. yeah i i i just i no actually this is a, a a real banner behind us but because trey our guest today is sitting beside me the wall wasn't big enough to be this way so we turned the wall sideways well not to get too egotistical but uh i am celebrated there's seven continents obviously and i'm celebrated in several of them uh, one is in uh, African, African, and this is coming up July 4th with American, and we're so excited that Jennifer is doing a book, 101 Resources for Veterans, and America actually has veterans to thank for their freedom, and they are the heroes that we welcome back, but she has a book that actually connects them to 101 Resources Plus, plus and this is her second edition, and I'm really excited to be part of that uh, campaign as well. Jennifer, how are you doing? Welcome. And do you see the shirt? I mean, you actually inspired me to put the shirt on about, I don't know, 20 minutes ago. And just a minute. Oh, there she is. Okay. I, I was I, like, I, I was say, I, you. good. There you are. Let's get you on. Yeah camera here too. Uh, by, as we're getting her on camera, just to remind people, this is Ken Rashawn, your host. I'm Andrea Adams-Miller, Executive Director, and Jennifer Hammond has been uh, is a frequent guest of ours who we love. So Jennifer, thanks for being here and bringing your book to everyone who could so use your resources. 
Well, thank you so much for having me. And I'm so excited. And I'm always just thrilled to obviously be with you guys, because it's so important that we get resources to our veterans. I'm so grateful. As you know, I host a show on Sirius XM. And I've done so many shows honoring our veterans. And one of the things that I kept getting an enormous amount of emails and feedback for it was they're like, what was that resource you talked about? And what was that resource? And what was that resource? And so now this is the second edition Three years later, the first one was three years ago. So now this one is coming out right now on Amazon. It's ninety. Hey, wait! I was well. One hundred one. I know, but up. Jennifer, Jennifer, you reduced the price. It was twenty dollars. You just reduced the price ninety-eight cents. I mean, can we do this for yeah. our listeners, please? Yes, this is so, special for you guys. And by the way, no, any, but also for Americans too. Can any American yeah. buy this for ninety-eight cents? Ninety-nine cents. <laughs> I mean, do you know that's less than a penny per resource? I mean, that really. Is less than <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I Thank I you applaud for you. That out. Yes, I mean, uh, in one resource, if it made a, a, a veteran's life easier, or it made them more abundant, or it just actually acknowledged them for the heroism that they actually um, exonerated by going over and fighting for our freedom, I think it's worth that ninety-nine cents. I don't know. Are we good? I think so. <laughs> I think so. Well, I, I want to say know. that the pressure was on Jennifer because I oh the, the, do the magic trick. No, do the magic trick with the the. the Can I do the magic trick. <laughs> this is the magic trick for any of those watching. Okay, let's see if we can do it. This is like hide and go seek with the uh, book. Yeah, there it is. Look, there you go. And by the way, it's symbolic of the price. I mean, the price of ninety nine cents is only through July fourth. So get your copy today. Mm -hmm. And after July 4th, I mean, it might go back up to $20. And even though we want to give $20 to veterans, because all your profits are going right to veteran causes, right? All of them are going to veteran causes and the veteran charities. <clears throat> because that's all this is. This is just my passion project. It's not anything I make money from. It's, it's only there because I got so many emails. I know. And, and people I'm watching you, Jennifer, and it looks like you'll rock people if they need comfort. That's right. Because <laughs> you love help. veterans. <laughs> I love helping veterans. And I love making sure that they have what they need. You know, in the front of the book, in the table of contents, the cool part is, is we really broke it up depending on what people are looking for. So this is a veteran who's transitioning out of the military. We have a whole category on transition. If it's somebody who's looking for housing, you know, I'm always interested in everybody having a mm -hmm. home. You know, this is very important. And home is more important these days with COVID-19. Wherever your home is, it's going to be critical. But so many veterans really need a special home, and it might need to be specially adapted. So this is just chock full of resources, 99 cents just until July 4th on Amazon. It's entitled 101 Resources for Veterans. And I'm so excited. Thank you, Ken. You're on the back of the book, on the cover of the book. Oh, nice. Quote, I have to say thank you for your service as well. You are a veteran. I'm sure everybody knows that already, but um, I just want to say thank you for what you do. You're always thank supporting you. veterans. Yay! Well, you know, and thank you for allowing us to be uh, the Keith Smiling book uh, that you did, uh, the Veteran yeah. Edition, is very much because of you inviting us to the, uh, well, it was the White House, and it was Capitol Hill, to all the amazing politicians mm -hmm. and veterans that are actually standing for veterans. And I want to actually commend you because a lot of people, when they do a first edition, the second edition, they take the table of contents out, and you kept the table of contents in, and you <laughs> expanded it. So that was really a big plus for the second edition. 
Well, I think you can. And you know, it is fun because we've been up on Capitol Hill and you have been so gracious to come and to my events when we do that. We like for Memorial Day, we've been blessed. I think it's five years. This is the first year because of COVID-19. We didn't actually do the live event on Capitol Hill, but we just did it obviously via Zoom. But it was amazing because you've been there with us while we've done these amazing events, talking about what's happening on Capitol Hill and what are different ways that we can continue to keep helping our veterans because the, the needs are always changing. And even with COVID-19, we've had some amazing interviews with veterans. There are some, some challenges that are unfortunately contributing to the suicide rate and you know, with immunity, we just have to make sure that we're doing what we can to help. So, thank well, you. I want to give you. you an opportunity because we're talking about leadership and technically we're talking about gratitude. So gratitude for the veterans yeah. that fight for us. But the leadership part, you've attracted some of the most amazing organizations and also people to be part of your book. Would you mind sharing, you know, one to three people and one to three organizations that you want to just say thank you for what they do for veterans? Well, one of them is... The, is the gentleman you interview, Phil. Oh my gosh, Phil Rodazio. He is amazing with um, his organization, really helps veterans not only with the transition, but also finding employment. American Dream um, U. American, American Dream, Dream U. U. So if you go to American Dream U, he's also like me. He isn't somebody who actually served, he just has a huge heart mm-hmm. for veterans. And I think that's one of the things that's really important. Also, we have Colonel. Um, uh, Kerry Harbaugh, he is 41 years in the, the military and specifically in special forces. And he also, um, his foundation that he works with is a foundation that helps um, golf, um, specifically with a golfing foundation for special forces. And then probably another one that I really love um, that I'm so fa- um, excited about is there's a lot of, there's an entire category in here about branch specific so like the Green Berets, the Marines. So there's the Green Beret Foundation. There's um, a few different, fair, like the Air Force um, Society um, Foundation. And then um, you'll have like Coast Guard Foundation. So all sorts of different foundations that really help with scholarships for children um, of veterans, maybe that were killed in war or, you know, one thing that's not talked about a lot or missing. Um, and then those children need a way to go to college, need a way to move forward. And then, of course, you know, all of those veterans that are out there who want to write their own book on making sure the veterans are going on to whatever their next step in is in life and making sure that they are focused on their new mission because they had a mission when they were in the military. Now, when they come out, we all have that opportunity to be part of the community and make the neighborhood better one neighborhood at a time. And but we have to decide that's what we want to do. And part of it is feeling like we are part of the community and veterans. They want to feel your support. They want to feel your love. So make sure you give them the love they need. The book is only 99 cents right now. So go and help some make veterans a today. Yeah, make, make a, a difference. difference. And by the Yay! way, uh, there's millions of people that you can tell that you, you've heard the show, share this show, let people know they can make a difference for just 99 cents, not just to get the book, but to actually change a veteran's life because the book is yeah. not the price. The book is the value of unlimited amount of resources that's going to change a veteran's life. So how can people listen to your show? You have a show as well. My show is on Sirius XM. So you can listen to me either live on Saturday mornings from 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. And then it replays um, 2 to 4 Eastern time. In fact, you are on this Saturday. What? Uh, you know, I, I'm going to get my shirt. Re- I'm going to reclean my shirt. I'm going to reclean my shirt. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, I'm excited to be on your show July 4th. You're on the show this Saturday. Well, Jennifer, thank you so much for taking the time to be with us and to share your wonderful gift to the world, especially the United States and our veterans. And I can't think of a better gift during July 4th than to give a veteran 101 resources for veterans. This is the second edition. It's that much better than the first edition. And, you know, the biggest gift you can give Jennifer is not the fact that you're going to buy it, but when you buy it, just give her a thank you. Go ahead and give a five-star review on Amazon. The more reviews she's receiving, the more Amazon is going to push this book out. And believe it or not, it's only 25 reviews gets the SEO to happen in Amazon. And this is a resource that it's a secret because if she's giving all the money to veterans, mm -hmm. guess what she's not giving it to? She's not giving it to a marketing plan. So the right. marketing plan is, is absorbing dollars from most books. This book is 100% for veterans uh, from the beginning to the end. So thank you, Jennifer, not just for allowing us to do a key smiling veteran book, but for your stand for veterans and America. Well, well, Ken, thank you. And Andrea, thank you so much for having me. It's always a pleasure being a guest on my show. And also remember, SiriusXM, um, you can listen to me on the app. You just search for Jennifer Hammond. Yay! That's such a great idea. I mean, it's an just app just app. makes it too easy. <laughs> 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 All right, Jennifer, we'll have a great day. And we will uh, send you the link to this show later, okay? Thank you. And I have a Thank challenge you. for all of those who are listening. Um, I'd love for you all to surprise Jennifer. You know, these are 99 cents a piece. So, you know, if you spend $100, you're helping 100 different. In fact, do $101. So you have <laughs> yes. 101 veterans. Go drop the books off at your local uh, veterans uh, organization and really change the lives and impact of other people. And when you buy multiple books or even if you buy one book, if you invest in someone else or yourself, Ken and I will also make sure if you reach out to us and let us know that you did that, we'll take, we'll trust you on your honor system and we will send you a copy of Jennifer's ebook for the keep smiling because we want to encourage you to give back to others who have made it possible for us to be here. And by the way, um, I didn't want to let this out, but with you making that announcement, Andrea, anyone that buys 102, Jennifer's actually considering a third edition. So Jennifer, <laughs> know that we are we are doing the gauntlet to get the third edition going right now. At the because you said you weren't sure you're going to do that 102 on the front cover, and I know it's 101 plus, but to acknowledge that there's really honestly 102. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds great. Thank you, Jennifer, for being here. <laughs> Jennifer, have a great day. Thank, Thank you. you. And certainly we want to thank our sponsors, Ken, because it makes it possible for us. I to think we should. No, I think I, I think we should actually uh, also thank Voice America because they're one of our prime sponsors. Can we start yes, with them? Voice America Influencer Channel is our biggest sponsor. We have the Red Carpet Connection, the Umbrella Syndicate, and Big Events USA. Uh, thank you so much for uh, being a catalyst and making sure that we can outreach to more people and create relationships where Ken can go and drive to Capitol Hill and take pictures with people like Jennifer Hammond and and um, help showcase for the world things and products and services that will up and amplify other people's lives. So ex excellent. And uh, we have. Uh, is there anything that you've been wanting to share, Ken? You've been really busy. You've been on the air a lot. Hey, you know, I uh, am just so proud of my son. He has got the the joke book, bringing smiles to the world, especially through COVID. Parents, if you want to have some fun with your kids or teach your kids how to tell jokes, you know, telling jokes has got a lot of aspects to it that's a, in the learning space. One is the cognitive ability to understand timing, language, and to entertain actually really 
gives a ton of confidence to a kid. So when they say a joke and everyone's laughing, they're enjoying themselves, the child really feels a lot better about themselves because they're making a difference. So um, anything you want to do with, um, you know, going to Amazon, you get 99 cents for uh, Jennifer's book and then it's only $20. I mean, <laughs> come on. <laughs> Kenny's book. And then of course, Kenny will use that book responsibly with PlayStation, Minecraft, and also his future education. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, and you say that in joke, but he, he is actually very skilled. Uh, you've been uh, sharing with me how, you know, he has very limited time on the internet for these computer games. And yet he's so sharp witted and he's able to, uh, look yeah, I mean, it, it's the... pretty sad. Yeah, when I adopt either Roboblox or, or Minecraft or uh, Zombies, Plants vs. Zombies, any of them, I last roughly, if I'm lucky, 37 seconds, and I get to watch him the rest of the time uh, play and annihilate all the zombies, saving the world. So he's, uh, he's actually virtually um, taking on the world of evil. So he may join your footsteps to go into the military. Someday well, let's, and actually let's go. Well, I don't want him in the military. I don't want him. What parent wants their kid in the military and potentially losing their life? So I, I would applaud him if he actually does serve, but I do not actually want to pressure him, nor did my mom and dad pressure me. So it's, right. it's about actually fighting but for he freedom. Chooses them, so be it. But let's, let's go ahead and bring our guest in. I think he has Absolutely. been waiting um, and he is Thank very you. excited. So let's go. Yes. So our guest, his name is Trey Carmichael. I met Trey uh, during an Oscars party uh, that we went uh, to L.A. and uh, I was there. And um, uh, actually his uh, at the company that he worked for at the time and was their operations uh, is one of my clients. And I met Trey and he he just had this great charisma about him. He just kind of was a, a very observant about everything that was going on. And in speaking with him, I found out that he's this 22 year old super genius that knows how to completely systematize and automate people's businesses. And he's been working with uh, multimillionaires and billionaires since he was 18 years old and went to his first BNI meeting. <laughs> so, um, and who knows? Who knew that this uh, uh, you know millennial is super giving? I meet every time I've talked to him, he's just giving to people all the time, and he uh, really just knows the ins and outs of business. And I had the opportunity this week to introduce him to some players that Ken and I know, some influence. And um, it was pretty much they're like, oh, Andrea, great. Okay, we'll talk to you later, Andrea. And then they wanted only Trey's attention. So with that, I'm introducing Trey Carmichael, 22-year-old genius. Come on in. <laughs> hey, Trey. How's How are you, Trey? Sitting lower than me. What's going on, American? I've heard so much about you. It's amazing to finally meet you. <laughs> Likewise, I'm, I'm so excited you're taking care of Andre and also taking an interest in the Key Smiling Movement. So you have quite a story. I mean, for a young man your age, not everyone at 22 can say they've done so much with their life so far. So you have, you have the good side that inspires people and you have the bad side that inspires people because people don't realize that when you actually have something happen in your life that is not necessarily great, that if you take it as a learning lesson, you actually get more powerful. So Share at your will uh, what your life was like when you were born, uh, your childhood, and what it caused you to be who you are today. Man, it's, uh, it's actually kind of interesting. I was, I've always lived in the middle of nowhere, so I never really had people around to connect with. And then I always remember uh, pre-K and kindergarten, I was best friends with everybody. We've actually still got pictures like, like I would have literally my entire grade at my birthday parties those first wow. couple of years of school. And then uh, I came back from summer one year. We came back to school, and all of a sudden, everybody was in cliques. And I didn't make it into a clique. I was the one kid that was kind of 
on the outside. I only got to hang out with the other weird kids. And I started getting bullied for some reason by people who, who I thought were my friends just the uh, just a few months before. And then it escalated from there. Fifth grade was the first time I got jumped in the locker room. Uh, that escalated until I went to high school. And finally around high school, right before high school, I started experimenting with drugs. I got addicted to drugs. I, I'll tell you what, let's, let's, let's slow down a little bit because you got two topics here. You got bullying. And then you have obviously yeah. what bullying actually can sometimes cause, which is a low self-esteem. So you make bad choices in life. So let's yeah. talk about the let's talk about the bullying for a second. So I I'm, I'm imagining this, and obviously we're meeting for the first time, not just on the show, but in life. And I wanted to just commend you because I know you've created some amazing things. But out of the bullying, what specific impact did that have, and what are you doing with your skill set that might be remedying that for future kids that don't fit in a click and are considered weird. So the biggest thing that it did to me is it made me, it made me crave tribe acceptance. And like when it comes down to it, that was the biggest thing that pushed me into the drugs and what I was able to, what I've, what I've learned since then is just really getting, getting it, like getting into it. I mean, that's all we really need. Like, it's that tribe acceptance. We all want to be human. We all want to be accepted. We all want to be heard. And when I stopped being heard, I felt empty and I felt worthless and I felt all those negative things. And it was even worse because it was people I thought were my friends before. So it's, um, it's hard, but like, I, I, people just need to learn how to love, honestly. Like, we, we lose no touch with our humans. Like, we really lo lose touch with what makes us human, especially in, like, the entrepreneurial world and everything else. Like, we lose touch with that human element. And I think that we really need to teach that to kids more is that, hey, that kid over there sitting across the table from you, like, he is exactly like you. There is no difference. And I don't think many parents are really teaching that. I totally agree. And, you know, I want this first part of the segment, which kind of ends honestly in about five minutes, but we're going to go really deep into what you're doing in the world that is actually very powerful for creating abundance. And I, and I get that, but this part is my heart centered conversation because you're adopting in some sense, the key smiling movement because you're allowing us to learn from you. And I can't thank you enough for that. And I want to say, um, what do you say to the kid or the parent that has a kid that is being bullied? How do, how do we remedy that? Um, your advice how do we remedy that I'll, I'll, I'll give you a, maybe in a little easier way I, I don't think you have kids do you have kids no okay so when you have a child obviously this will be kind of in the back of your mind that you want to prepare them for the fact that they could be bullied how, how does a parent or a kid that hears this show through a parent understand that either one it's avoidable or two that there is a benefit because honestly if you hadn't been bullied you wouldn't be the person you are today is that true that's 100 percent true it did because i was bullied i was bullied that's why i relate to you yeah i was bullied big time because i moved around every time you move to a new place you're the new kid on the block yeah they got they got to put your head in whatever and to let you know that you're nothing at that point definitely uh i had a little bit different i have been i have been and still actually am in my hometown and uh, so it's kind of it's kind of weird. I'm actually rebuilding a reputation around here because I didn't have those connections growing up. Mm. So like everybody's relearning who I am. It's kind of cool. That is cool. You know, uh, when I was teaching eighth grade science, my uh, 
my kids ask me because I, I'm so into physics and chemistry from just a, a standpoint, I'm amazed by how the world actually is numbers and it's chemicals and it's, it's variables and it's, and these things cause results that are sometimes unfathomable and exciting. And my kids would ask me, Mr. Roshan, are you a nerd? And I would answer them. I'd say, I wish, I wish because nerds rule the world. And I got to say, if you know what you're doing in the area of creating abundance, you probably have some geek qualities to you, but man, that's, that's so important later. So what my message is to kids that get bullied, don't sweat it. You have to get through this little time that unfortunately you don't fit with the norm. You don't fit with kids that are not playing powerful. You don't get fit with kids that are thinking outside the box that are going to be future leaders and you can't relate to them. Just chill, enjoy being different because later it's going to make a big difference that you actually run the world or that you help people make a better world. So that's why I wanted to bring that topic up a little deeper is that you're, you're, uh, you're going to be an influencer just like Steve Jobs was in telling people that being a geek, being a nerd, being different, thinking outside the box is actually the future hero because they think so differently. They cause bigger solutions to problems. Definitely. And I do want to point this out real quick as well. Like if you're getting bullied by somebody, one of the most powerful things you can do is to step back and, and ask yourself, why are they doing this to me? Right. Because usually the bullies, they don't actually know you. They're not really triggered by you. Right. When you, when you like, once you really dive into it, you'll find out that a lot of these bullies—that's what they get at home. So that's what they project when they get to school. Yes, they're they're looking for the victim that they are, and because they have such low self-esteem, esteem, they're saying, "Who else can I make feel horrible so I can feel better?" But yet they don't even feel better; they feel more hated towards themselves. So uh, I'll I'll just add to what you just said because it's so important what you just said. Step back and actually understand that they hate themselves so much that they have to put hate on somebody else. Yeah, and, that, and, and what's weird is in almost every case of someone standing up to a bully, where they stand up to a bully in courage and then give grace at the end of actually humiliating them, i.e. A, a punch in the face or whatever, or they actually do something that changes the bully's life, that bully becomes a protector of that, of that, that person because the bully finally is loved. Yeah. Yeah. There's so power in just accepting someone where they're at, man. Well, I just want to say thank you for that conversation. Just by itself, if we ended the show, I'd be like, my day is great because of you. So, yeah. Trey, we're going to talk. Uh, we're going to go to break, I think. Uh, we're getting close to break. Let's go to break early so we can go back and go high tech, high abundance, and, and, and high solutions to people in a COVID life or non, a past, post-COVID life on how they create magic in life. And that was Ken Rashawn, your host with Amplified with Ken Rashawn. And I'm the executive producer, Andrea Adams-Miller. And we want to thank our sponsors, Voice America, uh, for the Influencer Channel and us being here and the Red Carpet Connection, the Keep Smiling Movement, the Umbrella Syndicate, and Big Events USA. And we'll be back with you right no, after. And, and Trey. And Trey. Oh, yes. And Virtually Limitless. Uh, and we'll be Come back on now. Messages. Virtually Limitless is the, one of the sponsors of the show. And we are so excited to have you. We'll be back in a minute. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. The Umbrella Syndicate amplifies good causes, good people, and good messages. They offer a suite of services that help people and businesses gain better exposure. Through working with the Umbrella Syndicate, you gain the ability to reach an audience of 50,000 unique people a week. They have recently reached over 20,000 followers on Facebook. 
You can view their photography and how they use it as a strong promotional tool on their Facebook fan page, facebook.com slash The Umbrella Syndicate. Show them your support by liking their page. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Find out about new shows, featured guests, and what's up this week. Find us on Facebook by searching keyword Voice America. This is Amplify. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. We also would love to hear from you via email to info at umbrellasyndicate.com. Now, back to Amplify. All right, welcome back. This is Ken Rashawn. Whether you like disco, club, raves, or just roboblocks, I'm telling you what, that is the jam. We've been rocking that jam for... Uh, shoot three years Five four years. years and i'll tell you what if some of the artists that could come back to life like elvis presley they'd be like what the heck did i inspire so that is so cool so um we are back with trey and trey you have a workshop and you have an experience that you help people actually open the doors to abundance and i have to say at that point i am more in awe and also in reaction to what you're going to be causing. So I'm going to turn the microphone and the conversation a lot to the two of you because you guys have both been spending time learning and I wasn't there to enjoy this fruitful knowledge. So I'm going to just enjoy the conversation from afar, but I'll also interject where I need to. So what's been interesting is, uh, and meeting Trey and then and, and going through this experience is, uh, I, it's funny because when we first met, he said that he wanted me to be his mentor. And in mentoring him, I found out that the person who was mentoring is this one mentoring me in operations and how to really run a business. Um, so, uh, Trey, explain to our audience and so forth, like, how, how you see this vision of being able to look at someone's business, break it down, and then plug and play everything for them so that it can... And by the way, before you answer that question, because I think the first question is, why do you do this? What, after, after all this childhood and all this stuff, do you, why do you even care? Why do you want to do this? So do I, do, I have like a, do I have a moment to give you a quick story? Please do, yeah. Okay, so a few years ago, I told you that I went through, I, got a, I started experimenting with drugs because I was being bullied. I got caught up in a life where I was dealing, I was depressed, I was anxious, and I didn't even think I was going to live to see 21. And a couple different people showed up in my life. They accepted me exactly where I was at, even though they knew exactly where I was at. And the first one was Kyler Gifford. He let me step into his real estate business and help him with his marketing and start, and start structuring his marketing plan and his digital ecosystem and all that. And with how, did, how did he know to do that? How did he huh? know to do that? How did he know to do that? Uh, I, I had a little bit of experience. I started a nonprofit in high school called you are loved. Actually, it was something wow. we didn't really maintain, but, awesome. uh, so I learned a little bit and I, so I did businesses kind of growing up. I helped my parents structure their businesses a little bit. I helped them do their basic stuff. And then, so I really, I mean, really I didn't, I, uh, he gave me the opportunity and I said, okay, I'm somebody who's worthless. I have no meaning right now. So you're giving me a meaning. I'm a marketer now. I don't know what a marketer is, but I'm gonna go figure it out. And so I spent a lot of sleepless nights learning how to do marketing. And within three months I had him ranked on the first page of Google and he was the top producer in his real estate brokerage. 
So real quickly again, say his name and, and just tell him, because we're going to send this obviously to him, to say his name and say what he means to you. It's Kyler, it's Kyler Gifford, and he changed my life. He was the first person to take me where I was at. I shared with him exactly where I was. I told him, man, I'm scared. I don't think I'm going to live to see 21. Like, I don't even know if I'm going to make it out of this, and I don't know what a different choice is. And he let me come into his business. He started taking me to open houses, and somehow he had that trust in me, even considering where I was at, which to this day blows my mind. Well, you know, Andrea's question is extremely important. We're going to hop to that in a second, but I do. I want to. I want to interject something for the audience. So, audience, I don't have a direct conversation with very often, but this one's really important. You don't realize that when you adopt someone that doesn't have anyone that believes in them, you become the reason that they want to live, the reason they want to succeed, the reason they don't want to let you down, and it makes all the difference on whether you're heading this way in life or heading back up. Is that true? And just to add to that a little bit, by Kyler helping me, I'm able to help a lot of other people now. And that extended Kyler's Kyler's (laughs) ripple. And then those people that I help, they're going to go help more people, which is going to make that ripple expand more and more. And we're going to be able to touch all these people, whether directly or indirectly, we're going to be able to touch them and we're going to be able to help them make their lives better. So do you know why I had to uh, jump in real quick and ask that question before you even started in the how? What? is because our key smiling book deals with the first segment, which is your who. And we were hopping to how without the why. And my brain logically has to understand how someone is committed to creating greatness in the world, but then why they would want to do that. Now I can probably be a lot more quiet because now I won't have this in the background saying, why does he do this? Why does he do this? So now we have a shout out to the person that made a difference in your life. So do you remember the question Andrea asked or do you want her to rephrase that? Uh, let's go ahead and re- repeat it one more time. Okay. So what what process do you go through with your vision of seeing someone's business or in our case, our nonprofit and being able to map it out so that you can take it from conception to uh, implemented automation? Okay. So the first step is I break each, any business down into six pillars, marketing, sales, fulfillment, retention, finance, and then human resources and company culture. And then I figure out what tasks need to be completed under each and every pillar for the business to operate as efficiently as possible. And then I create a documented SOP for each and every task. And then I figure out what I can use as far as automation to remove as much human element as possible. And then once I've done that, I, I, ba- I basically break everything up into specific roles and then I put the, st- the standard operating procedure for each task under those roles. So now their business is literally defined by tasks and roles under each pillar so that they know when, a, when they attract a client, it's automatically going to go through this process to get fulfilled for at the highest level, retained, they'll get referrals, they'll get testimonials, and they'll do the majority of it on autopilot. So if I may, just to make sure I understood and also – maybe even brag that I can summarize that. Not that you didn't do a beautiful job. That was actually what we needed to hear all the detail. But to summarize, you take chaos and you cause automation, scalability, and consistency and efficiency. Yeah, exactly. Okay. I thought I, I, thought I heard that translation when I was listening. Um, <laughs> one of the greatest gifts of, of what he's been doing and talking with all the people that I've got to meet through him is – 
and and what he said to me is he had said with everyone including you Andrea I see that you have this greater gift and you spend a lot of time of your taking away from your gift taking care of all these menial tasks that can be replicated and done either by computer or by another person who loves doing those things and that's what their why and their purpose to do those so that you can be free to do the things that you do and he said in my case to consult with people and help them have new businesses and to help save lives with you can for the keep smiling movement so we make that world impact and and he's doing this over and over again with such major influencers it's really been fun to introduce them to people and, and literally have them like be like yeah yeah <laughs> Trey <laughs> it's been fun to see this and I've got to spend time with his parents are hosting me he lives uh, on the property next door to his parents but his parents are hosting me and they would do anything for him they are they're my we're the same age and um, it's just been amazing to see his whole family support him in giving to the world because they love how giving and how in the heck did your parents? How in the heck what? did your parents? How in the heck did your parents create a vertical brick, brick lane um, house? I mean, that's just. Oh man, this is the this is the background. <laughs> don't knock the wall down. Right, so, <laughs> raise the roof a little bit, you guys. <laughs> All right, so I have I have three questions, and uh, we'll we'll let you pick the one you want to start with, and if you need me to repeat them, that no problem. But uh, question one of the questions, and probably my primary one is. What can we do to help you? Because you're on a show called Amplified and it amplifies the life of leaders that lead with their heart. And you certainly do that. So that's one. The second is Andre asked you a question. So for someone that is in either COVID or obviously economically affected, how does one approach getting out of the chaos? Okay. And getting to the assemblance of automation. And are you a necessary or is there a way to kind of hack this that, if they can't afford you and can't get to you, how they can actually, is that too many questions? I know it's a lot, but can you, can you go with one or two of those? Uh, yeah, let's start with the COVID question, man. And I'm, I'm going to, this is not what most gurus and most people are going to tell you, but figure out what you actually love to sell and then figure out how you can sell that. I mean, you can go into affiliate marketing, you can go into sales, you can start your own business, figure out what you're going to be actually passionate about and enjoy talking about, and then start doing that. And then once you figure out what that's going to be, go figure out what your competitors are doing. Mm -hmm. What platforms are they on? Where, are you, where is your audience hanging out? Where do you need to be putting content? What are they absorbing? What do they want to see? And then you take your message and you wrap it up in a similar package, and you optimize from there. Okay, so now let's take that the, the middle question that wasn't maybe specific enough. You got a nonprofit that doesn't have a big budget, like us, and we need the implementation of that. How, how does one jerry-rig hack um, getting that stuff from a nonprofit to serve the world? What do you see as our biggest thing holding us back, and how do we fix it? Nonprofit to serve the world. And you, can, and you know about us, so like... If, if we did, let's say we didn't have the resources to work with you so, and our resources is, is he's donating to us. So, I mean, so this is actually, he, he called it a $25,000 package, but in reality, he, uh, 
lovingly lied to me because he didn't want me to know what the true value of it is and speaking with these other people and finding out how much more he's doing for us. It's more like a hundred and twenty five thousand dollar uh, time energy. And, and if these numbers are scaring you, audience, I want to say that every number that's ever given if the value proposition of that number yields you two times or 10 times or 30 times that amount, it's actually the best investment you can make. I, I once was told the back cover of a, a wedding magazine because I was in the wedding business was $10,000. And I asked, you know, that's a lot of money. Well, I'll get my money back on that. And they said, well, everyone will know you. And I said, okay, I'll do it. Yeah. And, and look, how, <laughs> look, look how well you did as a DJ. I mean, your DJ right. was a set you up. You were known as a world DJ for the, a tri-state area. And it allowed you to have the income to have a, a beautiful home in Howard County and to travel the world. You've been to 103 countries. So, so, so you is know. your nonprofit still happening? Is your, you said you had a cause, a nonprofit? You were uh, we did have one. I believe we still have the name in the 501c3, but we have not done anything with it in a very long time. Not I just found out about it last night. There's a picture in That's their cool. garage of these two kids in these weird masks. It looks like a Halloween mask, kind of. And, and it says, you are loved. Two kids with signs say, you are loved. And, and tell what you did. How old were you guys? What would you do? Uh... Give or take, we were like 17 or 18, and me and my buddy Kevin were like, man, everybody's all sad and pissy all the time. What can we do about it? So, like, we got some uh, we got some anonymous masks, like, from the V for Vendetta movie, right. and we got yeah. some anonymous masks, and we got two signs. One said, free hugs, and the other said, you are loved. And That's we walked cool. around one day, and we just took pictures with people. And cool. when we got home that day, we realized oh, everybody's sharing these pictures that we took mm -hmm. with them. And sure, now a bunch of people are seeing us. Yeah, because people need this and they want to know there's a genuine person that cares and that there's hope in the world. You know, um, we have this crazy idea and I'll throw a gauntlet out you, at you and it's, uh, it's only because you're someone that's so adept at solving problems, I'm going to just throw a challenge out. We, during COVID, our headquarters is at BWI Airport. It's right outside the airport. And it only costs a couple thousand dollars a month. But we came up with this idea that if we could help serve other nonprofits, then that could be a headquarters. DC could be kind of a headquarters for lots of nonprofits. How does one save an office and create all kinds of goodwill and synergize all the talents that you're kind of speaking of so that all nonprofits have more impact in the world? That's a good question. So you build community, like you put those nonprofits in a community and you let them mastermind. Like that's the biggest thing that you can do, no matter what kind of business, no matter you said. <laughs> what you're doing, you bring people together and right. you mastermind. Like I, I have superpowers that you don't have. And I imagine you have superpowers that I don't have, Ken. That's how right. it works. Yeah. So it's funny. At, uh, I, I think it was just before I went to bed last night, I wrote, because someone asked me the value proposition. They said, what's the value proposition if I'm paying 250 a month to be part of a uh, Washington, D.C. headquarters for nonprofits? And I said, well, the first value would be that we're all mastermind to actually cultivate synergy, uh, less expenses, uh, sharing knowledge that makes us all more powerful. I said, that's the first one I come up with. So I am so pleased that you said that first because that is the biggest gift you give when nonprofits are stalemated because they're missing that one person on their board that doesn't know marketing or doesn't know um, how to create a profit or how to 
uh, promote an event, et cetera. So many nonprofits do events and they don't have as many people there as they wanted or as much sponsorship dollars. So thank well, you for that. So, piece that I'm hearing is the connections, like each one of us are sharing our connections to audience and to both uh, social media platforms, email platforms, and just the connections. I mean, like the, the things last night that we were doing that everybody was like, oh, oh, do you know this person, that person? And we're, connecting people to people. It was, it was almost like if you had playing cards, you're like, go call the Jack, the queen and the king, you know, and, and throwing them around. And we were all, it was funny because we we're all on the phone reaching out to other people, making major things happen. Um, Ken, and I love your idea. And on either uh, July 8th or July 15th, I can do a mastermind at the office because I can be in Baltimore and, and create that. So we will plan that. So thank all you right. guys for inspiring. So that. Trey, um, you have a company, whether it's COVID or not, they come to you and what is the thing you see first and foremost that if you fix it, that would alleviate 20, maybe even as high as 80% of the chaos or the non-productivity or even the biggest part is the despair. Because, you know, when you're not doing, you're just working and working, but you're not getting anything out of it, you actually lose hope. So what would, what would you say you see most often that is the first place you want to attack to get them back into good morale and, and actually some hope? The first step is I, is I give them their confidence back by documenting, documenting their standard operating procedures so that they always know exactly what the next step is. Hmm. Because one big thing that I've noticed about entrepreneurs and business owners is they know what they need to do next, but it's always never where they want it to be. And then they're <laughs> flailing around. Like I've had clients where I help them grab their first client and then they're like, I don't have a contract. How do I take money? And I'm like, why did you, why am I doing this if you couldn't even do that in the first place? <laughs> like, like you have to make sure that you know what's going to happen when you acquire that client or what are you going to do with that client? So standard operating procedure, you've mentioned that a multitude of times. Where'd you learn that terminology? What was, what was that? Cause that, that is point R and why big companies make it standard operating procedure. So where'd you learn yeah, it? Standard operating procedures are literally how you build a company that is scalable and actually purchasable as well. Because mm -hmm. no one's going to buy a company that they don't know how to run. Right. So it was kind of a, uh, it was honestly kind of a natural thing to me. I didn't really know what it was called at first. I was just documenting processes. And then eventually I got into the uh, POD Elite program, which is uh, Prospecting on Demand with Alex Schlinsky and Brian Downard. They're absolutely incredible at what they do, but they put a lot of the actual vocabulary to what I was doing at the time. Are they better? And they, uh, they kind of took it to a much higher level. Are they veterans? Huh? Are they veterans? Uh, I'm going to say no. I don't believe so. Okay. Because a lot of veterans take that terminology SOP to yeah. the uh, private sector. Uh, SOP is how we win wars or how we stay alive or how we keep our men alive. Because if you don't know what you're supposed to do next, it could cost a life. So SOP is crucial. And, you know, you heard Jennifer Hammond. So any help that you could give her, she's doing this out of the goodness of her heart. I, I don't know if you uh, have that bandwidth, but if you have, I don't, I don't know what it takes for someone that you're a caliber of brain to just say, boink, and someone's life has changed. But it seems like you have massive efficiency and massive impact. So I, I request near July 4th to give her all the support she can get and she might be a great ally for you because she's uh, just got a, a super good network. So let's go to you before we go to rapid fire. What, what can the audience do for you? What can we do for you? What, what is your next challenge that we could help you with? What is my next challenge? Or what's so, your next dream? 
or, or dream. My biggest dream that I want to get to in the long run, and it's very indirect to me, and that's cool, is I want to start, eventually I want to start a foundation called the Limitless Foundation, which is going to work with kids, and it's going to give them, like, mindset resources, like, it's going to teach them how their brain works, mm. and then it's going to teach them, like, the truth about drugs mm. and all that stuff, and then Sadly, because kids are still going to do drugs, I want to give them how to do drugs and not die because they're going to come out of it eventually. And then I also want to give them the resources to be entrepreneurs so that they don't have to go deal drugs. So I want to give them those initial resources through an app that they can access anonymously for the mindset stuff, the drug stuff, et cetera, and the basic entrepreneur resources. And then when they're ready, they'll be able to go join a community of people who have started on the app and now they're doing their entrepreneur thing in the community with everybody else who's in that community. All right, real quick question because we're going to go to rapid fire quickly. Um, what is your opinion of why most kids do drugs? Because they want tribe acceptance. Tribe acceptance, okay. So that's, that's interesting, and I do agree with you. I don't disagree with you. So um, you wouldn't believe, but I was allowed not to be outside the tribe by simply saying that my dad and I promised my dad I wouldn't do drugs. And they say, okay, so you get a buy, you can still be in our tribe. It was the weirdest thing ever. I can't believe that. But my dad said something that I, I will say that I'm using with my son because no matter how old your kids are, they need to be indoctrinated of the dangers of something or why you live a life you live. And so he always said to me, you don't need to be curious of whether you'll like drugs or not. I promise you will like them. In fact, you'll love them. You'll love them so much. You'll get addicted and you'll lose your life. That was his way of telling me, don't try drugs to see if you like them because yeah. you're, <laughs> you're going to love them. So then I had the conscious choice of saying, you know what? I don't need to try them to wonder what they're like because I know my dad told me I love them. I mean, what a weird way to shape something. So between your tribe acceptance and, uh, and kind of some of the philosophy I'm sharing here, it would be cool if kids actually got that buy card that said, you know what? You can still be in the tribe. You have the buy card that says, hey, I don't need to do the drugs to be with you guys because I actually care about you or whatever, you know, like, and actually when you have a negative influence and a positive influence, no matter what, the stronger one will move the other. So if the tribe is actually weaker than the one that says I won't do drugs, believe it or not, they'll cause the tribe to go that way. And I've seen it in all kinds of movies where someone's been strong enough with the resilience to say, I will do this. And they're like, you're crazy. You'll never do it. And yet they do it. And then they get the whole tribe to move to them instead. So it's kind of interesting dynamic. Are you ready for rapid fire? Yeah. Because we're gonna we're gonna go a little longer rapid fire because you're you're too cool is that is that is that fair? Because if you weren't if you weren't so cool you don't get the long rapid fire. <laughs> All right. So number one, since uh, since you are someone that I'm guessing does a little bit of reading, what is a book you would recommend someone reads to kind of get a gist of how your mind works? So fun fact, I very, very rarely read. I usually look up audiobook summaries and I put them on and I put them on fast forward. And by but, the way, that counts as that counts as reading, by the way, in my book. But yeah. So I highly, highly, highly uh what's it called? It's, Audible. Uh, Audible. How to win friends and influence people. Okay, and by Dale the way, Carnegie. There are business books all over this house, so he he's reading them. <laughs> Yeah. Don't, yeah, don't don't be doing the I don't read it all. I don't know how to read. I'm illiterate and, and yeah. then, then he's got a <laughs> I start reading it and then I realize I don't want to spend this much time and I put it down and I go do an audio summary. <laughs> yeah, and actually that's great advice though. That's great advice because if you're hooked on the content, let's expedite it by getting the juice. Yeah. And the applicable juice. So good job. All right, Andrea. 
Um, uh, what is a song that gets you at, ramped up and excited? Uh, Vacation by Dirty Heads. Cool. We haven't had that one announced. You have just edumacated our audience to step yeah. into a new, man. Everyone's like Rocky. Yeah. No. <laughs> because they love our occupation, bro. That's the best song we can. That's the best song you can listen to in the. Oh, morning. let's let's give a link to that in the show, man. I'm gonna, I, my son's probably gonna say, you know what, Dad, you're cool because you're listening to some cool stuff. So thank you. You gave me some cool points today. Um, how about a movie? Have you seen a movie during COVID or two that you're like, wow, that blew my mind. I got to recommend it. Whoa. Oh, so. Another fun fact, I very, 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 very rarely watch TV. I literally watch Supernatural and Ghost Adventures. And the okay. rest of the time, I'm doing business stuff. Are you? Yeah. I don't, I don't know if that's a fun fact, but that is definitely a fact. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You got to have some more fun. You know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to uh, encourage you to watch a movie or two that will actually bring a lot of joy to your heart, but also maybe take your mind to another level. I'm just going to do that because I think you're a cool dude, right? I'm going to have him watch Seven Days in Utopia with me That's a uh, good one. because his mom and dad said we are alike. So we literally are do doing business from like there 7 a.m. until 1 cool. o'clock in the morning. <laughs> okay, your question. Um, what, what did you want to be when you were little? What did you want to grow up and do? As little as possible. <laughs> good job. <laughs> And by the way, if that's the case, you've actually achieved that in one sense or other because you've created SOPs that allow automation to happen, which allows you to be doing less than you need to. 100%. I get texts and it's like, you made a sale. And it's like, <laughs> I didn't do anything. Yeah. <laughs> so um, give me a, a fun fact that I haven't asked you. A fun fact that you haven't asked me. I freaking love Taylor Swift. Isn't she wonderful? It's awesome. Yeah. All right. Um, I'm going to ask you one more quick question because I think Andrea might either close or, or just go to the, um, our sponsor. So uh, do you have a quote that you love or live by? Do I have a quote? Uh, a quote. Man, I, for the last, I used to follow people really heavily, but now I really don't pay attention to anybody. So, like, it's kind of biased, but we are all virtually limitless. It's my own catchphrase, but, you know. That's great. I thought you were going to go – um, because you'd come up with the other fun facts. I don't read and I don't watch movies, even though I know you do that stuff. Um, I thought you were going to do the old, um, I don't, uh, quotes are for goats and then well, just leave it. There. <laughs> <laughs> and that was going to be your, you know, mic drop. Boom. Okay. So well, thank you for being on our show. Work, he works nonstop. No. I know. I know. I get that. I well, you know what? I, I want to be a stand for balance in your life because uh, you are making some of the people's lives wonderful and brilliant, but I really want you to see the world and I want you to see what I could actually be you at that age and say, wow, this is too lopsided in giving and you need to actually receive for yourself. And by the way, there's something, I don't know if you ever heard of the terminology, but it's called burnout. So you can go ahead and believe that you can do this nonstop, but in a year or two, maybe max. And by the way, the longer it takes, the longer and harder the burnout is. So I will say to you, um, Andrea will give you my phone number and I will be big brother and we'll balance this out so that you actually are having the healthy balance of life because you're doing too much of not the work, too much of the anti joy because your work may bring you joy, but it's too much of one kind. And I just, I want to say, I already care about you enough that I'd like to give you a couple of little pearls of wisdom. How about that? Well, I appreciate that. And I love that, Ken. Thank you, Trey. All right, Andrea, bring us out. 
And you've been listening to Amplified with Ken Rashawn, with your host, Ken Rashawn, interviewing Trey Carmichael with Virtually Limitless, and I'm the executive producer, Andrea Adams-Miller. And we want to thank our sponsors, the Umbrella Syndicate, the Keep Smiling Movement, Virtually Limitless, the Red Carpet Connection, Big Events USA, and Voice America Influencers <laughs> Channel. And with that, we're leaving. All <laughs> right, you Trey, you're wonderful. July Look 4th. forward to connecting. Thank you. Happy July 4th. We hope you've enjoyed this week's edition of Amplified. Be sure to join Ken Rashad again next Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time and 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Now, go get your message heard.